Hey, Momo, how many drivers do we have in today's race? Eh, uh, 23, sir. What? We need 24 drivers! You know what to do. Ah, uh, you know. Uh, send in the field filler. Welcome to the NASCAR Field Filler Podcast. Get all your news, results, and updates on NASCAR every week on this channel. You've tried the best, now here's the rest. Let's fill the last row with our hosts, Vanilla Wafers. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the bottom of the playlist as well as the back of the field. This is Vanilla Wafers, and welcome to the Field Filler Podcast. What a race at Bristol. Bristol is in the books, and I'm so excited that it is now in the playoffs because we had probably the best race of 2020. This may have even beaten the race on Wednesday at Darlington Speedway because this race was action-packed. I didn't know who was going to win the race. There was contact all over the racetrack. There was good passing. There was bumping and running, and then there was also a wreck at the end. We didn't know who was going to win the race. And one guy by the name of Brad Keselowski collects his second win of the season. And where he was really not the favorite at all to win the race, he just got lucky with everything that went down. We're going to go through the field. We're going to talk about the bums. We're going to talk about my bum picks. We got a lot to cover, so let's get into it. This is the Bristol Results. All right, let me give you some quick statistics. We ran 500 laps. We had 17 cautions for 102 laps, and we had 21 lead changes amongst seven drivers. And I said Brad Keselowski got the win out of a shocker, but he led 115 laps. He dominated near the beginning, but he slowly started to fade away, and then he did the good old tire adjustment, and he was able to get back up front. So Brad Keselowski is your winner of the 60th annual Food City Presents the Supermarket Heroes 500. Finishing second was the number 14 of Clint Boyer, his best finish of the season by far. Finishing third was the number 48 of Jimmy Johnson. In fourth place, we have Kyle Busch in the number 18 machine. Rounding up the top five is the number 20 of Eric Jones. He gets a good finish in that number 20 machine. Finishing sixth, another top 10 finish for the number three of Austin Dillon. Kurt Busch in the number one finishes seventh in one of the more beat-up cars of the race. Finishing 8th, we have the number 24 of William Byron. Finishing 9th, the top rookie, number 95 of Christopher Bell. Finishing 10th and rounding up the top 10 is the number 43 of Bubba Wallace. Finishing 11th, we have the number 4 of Kevin Harvick. 12th place is the number 37 of Ryan Priest. Finishing 13th, another rookie, the number 38 of John Hunter Nemechek. 14th, his teammate, the number 34 of Michael McDowell. Finishing 15th, we have the number 6 of Ryan Newman. Finishing 16th is the number 42 of Matt Kenseth. Leading 131 laps and not there at the end was the number 11 of Denny Hamlin. He finishes 17th. The top running open team was the number 96 of Daniel Suarez with Timmy Hill in the number 66 machine finishing 19th both on the lead lap. Good job for it by those two teams. And right at the top 20 is the number 19 of Martin Truex Jr. And we have some noticeable names here that were near the back. We have 21st place of Joey Logano in the number 22 getting taken out with just two laps to go with my fellow driver number 9 of Chase Elliott who finished 22nd. Chris Buescher was another guy who ran into problems. He finished 23rd. And then going back here, we got the number 10 of Eric Amarola getting into an accident with about 30 laps to go. He will finish 29th. Matt Benedetto, one of the most ambitious drivers for this race, he finishes 
31st, 44 laps down due to multiple problems with his car. Ricky Stenhouse, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick, some top runners, finishing 34th, 35th, and 36th due to accidents with Alex Bowman in the number 88 as well. And finishing dead last was the number 12 of Ryan Blaney while he was leading the race at lap 199. He is credited for finishing in the 40th spot. And that is your final results for the Bristol race in Tennessee, the Supermarket Heroes 500. Now, let's go to the finish. That's what everyone's been talking about between Joey Logano and Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott has been on everyone's mind for the last 10 days. And there's a good reason. And that reason is, is he has been putting on phenomenal races, phenomenal stories throughout wherever he goes. I mean, in the Wednesday race, got taken out by Kyle Busch in a horrible, horrible judgment call by Kyle. And then in Sunday at the Coca-Cola 600, bad pit road penalty, or not pit road penalty, more of like a bad judgment call on pit road by Alan Gustafson, giving Brad Keselowski the win. He finally gets his victory in the Wednesday race, and then this happens with a couple laps ago at Bristol. Joey Logano was right to be upset. Um, it was kind of funny that they were not looking at each other. It was like kind of like um, a fourth grader and a fifth grader who are mad at each other at school, but they don't want to look at each other. They're just like, that's basically what it was. It was kind of hilarious. Um, Joey Logano, it was kind of funny how he was keeping his eye on him, uh, on Chase Elliott, while he was doing his interview and vice versa. It was just funny. I, I, I'm kind of interested on where this rivalry is going to go here in the future because these guys are pissed off at each other right now. Chase Elliott was by far the guy who was uh, who looked the best to win the race. I mean, he won both stages, fighting for the lead with Logano. But um, running into those problems gave Brad Keselowski the open shot as a lot of teams were doing strategies with tires. And that track compound made the racing very interesting. We had two different lanes, but there was a lot of bumping and racing, which is absolutely what short tracks need. They need that kind of setup because that's what was the most exciting thing about short tracks, especially Bristol. There was only one line in Bristol, yes, but two lines was just as exciting. I mean, you still saw bumping runs all throughout the racetrack. I mean, everyone had a back end, was crunched up a little bit, and Kurt Busch's car was destroyed. That mother effer finished seventh. I mean, holy cow. What a way. What a, what a great race. And, and Timmy Hill and Daniel Suarez and Bubba Wallace getting top 20 finishes where they absolutely needed it. I mean, what more can you ask for a race? Well done, NASCAR. You really did save Bristol. Now, let's move on to my picks, which is kind of a different story. Okay, let's look at my picks real quick. Actually... You know what? Let's do a sponsor. Momo, do you got a sponsor? Eee, you really want to sponsor this? All right, wise ass. I'm not going to say it again. I just want a sponsor for this episode. Now, give me the sponsor. This is your job. Eee, today's episode is sponsored in part by the cameras that have been videotaping the riots. Yes, this company was formed in 2019, and it's a co-op with another company that I cannot refer to because they sponsored us. So go check this place out on the website called COVID19.com. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Momo, for that amazing sponsorship. I don't know what I would do without you. Thank you, sir. 
Alright, let's go to my picks. So, here was my picks for this race at Bristol. I decided to go with Kyle Busch in the number 18, Jimmy Johnson in the number 48, Joey Logano in the number 22, Chase Elliott in the number 9, and Cliff Boyer in the number 14, and on my sideline, I had Matt DiBandetto in the number 21. Matt DiBandetto let me down just like one of my kids would let me down. I mean, he, he didn't do anything in this race. He, he, was, he was up front for a while, and then he got a speeding penalty, and that was it. He was done. So, it was kind of unfortunate. I thought he was going to be a front runner. He just never was. It wasn't like the Fords were garbage. I mean, look at all of Penske's team. They were 1-2-3 for the longest time, or 1-2-5, but you know what I mean. Uh, Clint Boyer was honestly my best uh, pick as a wild card. He finished second. I did not think he was going to finish second. I thought I was going to get a sixth place out of him. So, he gave me 40 points, so awesome on that one. And Jimmy Johnson was another good one. I knew he was going to do good in this race. Uh, he's been doing really good at Bristol. And Kyle Busch, you never go against Kyle Busch when it comes to Bristol. I decided not to go with Kurt Busch. And honestly, maybe it would have been alright to go with him, especially with my other two picks, which were Joey Logano and Chase Elliott. And those sons of bitches were going to finish 1-2, maybe 1-3, but no, they had to take each other out. And Chase Elliott just knew I had them, so he only gave me 35 and 29 points, which gave me 178 points total. Wow! I only did one point better than the last race. In the last race, I did absolute garbage. I had prime people, and I still couldn't get past 170. You know, it's just... Uh... I'm just hoping that I can do good at least one time. Just one time. I know racing. I really do. I swear to you. And I was going to get like 213 if that didn't happen. But, you know, that's the way racing is. And that's the way my picks goes. And that's just the luck of the Irish. So, if I would have went with someone like Brad Keselowski, I would have done 10 times better. But I wasn't going to pick him. I did not think he was going to do good. And he won. So, just to let you guys know, if you guys have been following my picks, you guys are pissed at me. Because I wouldn't have even picked Brad Keselowski. And he won. So, this shows, this shows my brains as far as that goes. But I had at one point my top five guys from one through six. I thought I nailed it. And turns out I didn't. So... I'm going to have to sit and actually do some serious research as far as Atlanta goes before I tell you guys who to go with because obviously I am not figuring this out because 178 points, that's great. I finished 1,233rd in the standings for this race. Woohoo! Yeah! Woo! Aren't I great at making picks, guys? I'm so good! I'm so good! Alright, I'm done with that, but... Yep, those were my picks, and uh, we'll do the Folds of Honor 500 picks for Friday because I'm seriously going to give you guys some good research and some good picks, so hopefully I can give you something right. So moving on, don't even look at my picks. Don't even judge me on these. Uh, you, you can't judge me. Don't listen to me. That's all I'm saying. Wait, what? Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Why, why did we get this music on? Art. Wait, we're doing the bum segment? You know what? Why don't we just do a fast one? I'm just going to let uh, Georgia Gary do this one real quick. Since Talladega is uh, only a couple of weeks away. I'll tell you what, the first bomb we're going to be hiring is we're going to have vanilla lasers at the bomb because he cannot do pocket. Okay, you know what? That's it. You're, you're done. You had one shot to do it, and you blew it right there. Now I gotta do a fast one. Uh, first one, without a doubt, is gonna be Ryan Blaney for being the leader and wrecking it out on lap 199. I mean, for crying out loud, you have an opportunity to win the race. You're doing really good, and then you spin yourself out, and you finish 40th in the race. You go from first to worse. That's automatic bum territory. Secondly, the number 53 car. Whoever runs the number 53 car automatically sucks the 
There's just no other way to put it. The number 53 car's best finish has been a 36th place, and they've had four different drivers, all of them equally worse than the other one. It's like progressively getting worse as time goes by. And they got a charter, so they got money, so there's no excuse for that. And number three, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. He got a top five in the last race, but you know what? He finally showed us who he truly is, and that is a driver. So he's absolutely going to be back on the bums list because I just don't like Ricky Stenhouse. And that's it. That's the bums list. That's all I'm doing. E. What about the ultimate bum? I don't see an ultimate bum on here, did you, Georgia Geary? Oh, you guys want to push the ultimate bums list, huh? Well, guess what? I got a winner right here. This is the winner. Oh, look, it's you and Georgia Geary for just being asses to me. There, That's your winner for the ultimate bum list. Don't argue with me with that. That's the way it's being. And that will conclude today's last segment. I know I'm being a little salty right now. It's just, hey, you know, the picks were not working out for me. That's all there is to it. So thank you guys so much for listening. We will be tuning in back on Friday. I think we're going to skip Wednesday's episode because there will not be a race on Wednesday. So thank you guys so much for listening to the best and trying out all the rest. I have been able to fill up the last few remaining minutes of your time. So I'm going to take the car and pull it right on in into the garage, collect my last place winnings, and I am out. So you all take care. This has been the Field Filler Podcast. <laughs>